everyone and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I am your host, the Coupon Queen. Guys, today I have an amazing guest, a returning guest, Mr. Pete Perkins Heard. And we're going to get into something a little new. I don't know if you know, but I kind of like a little bit of reality TV. And Judge Lynn Tollers caught my eye, so we're going to talk about her new show, Commit or Quit, the first episode. So, let's take a moment out, and we'll be right back. guys as you know i have the amazing the incomparable the always awesome pete perkins heard and we're gonna talk about the new show i don't really know if it's that new because we're quite a few episodes in already but we're talking about judge lynn toller's new show commit or quit so, Pete, for those that don't know you, introduce yourself to my listeners. Well, most importantly, the way I would describe myself, particularly in the podcasting space, is I have the privilege and honor of being best friends with the Coupon Queen Pen. So, she's um, been uh, my champion in the podcasting space since day one. She's been a mentor, um, a collaborator, and, um, you know, most importantly, I'm always appreciative of her friendship because you can't ask for a better friend than Coupon Queen Pen. so. Well, thank um, you. Thank you, homie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But about this show and it, this, her idea, she was like, hey, have you heard of this show? And I was like not really you know so we started watching it together you know we recommend each other different shows um you know often and i i like it it's a uh, a different spin on dating series as well as um kind of judge shows so um it's very interesting and even the uh, rollout for it is very interesting I think to me, the difference on the rollout for this one was it was sudden. Because remember, when we first started seeing things for this, um, we didn't know if it was a spinoff on the Marriage Boot Camp, which is also on the same network, which is the We Network. Um, so we weren't sure where to go with it. I, I think that's the crazy part. We weren't sure where to go with this. So like what to expect and right. Well, right. We just knew we were getting Judge Lynn Toller, which right. I mean, we've seen her on daytime television as a regular judge, you know, doing all of those court shows. Um, then we've seen her now on marriage boot camp. So we didn't know what to expect. 
So it's like, okay. I mean, she is a real judge, unlike some other people who shall remain nameless who are calling themselves judges on daytime television. But, um, cough, cough. Yeah, cough, cough. Grace, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, she, um, she's a real judge. So this was a really rather unique rollout because it didn't present as a spinoff, but we, we still weren't sure. Um, but I think part of that is they're not sure exactly what they want to do with this property. I think they're very much testing it in real time. Yeah, and I think the thing is, like, they're testing it in real time. Is this something where they're really trying to give her her own show? Or is she a starter host for the show? You know, because we've seen that where, in other words, they keep the show but change the host. Host, right. So I don't know, but I do know, I did look at the credits because you and I did talk about that. She is a producer on the show. Okay. So she, I don't know. Yeah. Or is it an executive producer? So I, I don't remember if she's an executive producer or what, but I know she's a producer. Now, I don't know if this is something she pitched to WeTV or WeTV came to her with. So... I feel like if she pitched it, they would have given her an executive producer credit. Um, I feel like she negotiated a producer credit because she is the host and they're trying to figure out what they want to do with this property. Right. Right. And that's, and that's really what, what gets me. So it's like, I, I don't know. I don't know, but let's get into this first episode. So we have, the first episode is actually called Cheated and Defeated. And this is where we really start to see the difference between this show and judge shows and as well as other reality shows, because it really doesn't seem like we're getting the staging, we're getting the storyline we are getting these couples real feelings in real time seems like you know so we have a couple called Chris and Ashanti and they love each other but they're fighting a lot like what was your first impression of of Ashanti and Chris i i thought that they and, and we can kind of talk about this later, but for the most part, I think all of the couples look good visually together. Like they look like, oh, okay, that's a, they make a good couple, right? I think you kind of get that feel for most of the couples. Right, in other words, they, the they look like, how can I put it? And please don't take, no one take this the wrong way, but they look like Instagram couples. They look like the, living my best life I want that to be that couple couple for the most their auras kind of look alike they they look like they complement each other from a a a visual perspective because what we're talking about is way beyond that 
Um, and a lot of these couples kind of have issues. Uh, the timeline for, for me, when I was listening to them, it really didn't seem like it matched. Like they were saying they were, they've been together on and off and maybe I misunderstood something for seven years, they said. Right, right. But remember- But she has a two-year-old daughter. Right. And and I think the thing is, wait, does she have a daughter? Because I don't think she, she has, has a daughter. daughter. She has a daughter. And she said, because the daughter, she's like, my daughter adores him. Oh. And he's also the godfather to his witnesses' um, daughter. Right. So he, he's great with kids. Um, and we, we, we do kind of find out later that he has a little bit of a temper. But he, he also doesn't seem like we, we see an, well, we really hear of an incident in which he kind of lashed out, uh, you know, in anger, right? But overall, it doesn't really seem like he was a temper, you know, kind of, he didn't seem like he had a hothead. He really kind of seemed more of like a chilled out kind of guy. That was maybe yeah, just kind but of I, I think I think to me one of the things that got me was he seems very withdrawn. He gives off this, you know, like he does have a little bit of a temper, but he's very, very withdrawn. He, it's, it's almost like, to me, he's the type of guy you have to push to that point. Yeah. I, I mean, to me, he just kind of comes across as mellow. Um, right, right. And that's what I mean. Know, In other words, you know, maybe to a fault, maybe what you were saying, it was, yeah. So it's like, okay, what's going on? Like, but then to me, she also doesn't seem like the pushy type, but we did see, which is different. Um, Judge Lynn comes in and puts in cameras right. in the couple's house. So we see the production crew coming in, putting in cameras in various spots. I think one goes in, the, like, they go in the prominent places that people frequent. In other words, the living room, the kitchen, kitchen and believe bedroom. it or not, the bedroom. So, in other words, you're getting, she's getting to see, we as the audience aren't getting to see this, but she's getting to view, you know, what their biggest fights are. Because a lot of times we, we're thinking, I was thinking, why the heck would she put one in the bedroom? But in other words, I realized a lot of conversations get had there. Right. A lot of conversations get had there. So in other words, things that people may not say because they're aware that these cameras are there. They're aware that they're being surveilled. They, they had people come in and, and all this happens within less than a week. She makes her decisions very quickly. So and, and I think it, I think um, maybe an intentional or maybe it's unintentional uh, purpose 
for the cameras being there is a lot of times um, people stay in relationships because of sex, right? And so if you have a camera in your bedroom that you know about, you're less likely to have sex during this evaluation period. And so then you can really focus on the issues um, without kind of being distracted by like, yeah, we're not good together, but we have great sex. Right. You know, so that's and, not... and, and that's really what it is. In other words, you know, we see it all the time. I'm, I mean, I've, I've heard women say that, you know, yeah, he wasn't a great guy, but the sex was amazing. And it's like, ooh, is that a real reason to stay together? You know, and, like, and... in other words, you're talking about like a hookup. You're not talking about a relationship. You're not right. That's not a necessarily a cornerstone for a long-term sustainable relationship and not to say that sex isn't an important part of relationships right within itself if there aren't any other positives going on then that can't be your primary um relationship it just doesn't have those the 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 necessary criteria of compatibility exactly exactly now you know we see these two go through their motions, but what she does is she comes in, she of course introduces herself, we see the introduction, she talks to them both together, then she begins to talk to them apart. Now, one of the things that comes up during this couple's initial interview is, like you said, they were off and on, but Ashanti cheated. She cheated. And the thing was, and she cheated what six months ago? They said, yeah, something like that. But he also cheated, and and I think that's what it it was it was it was super weird. Like he didn't go through with it, but she did. He he was talking to he other was people, talking right? to other women, but he didn't she, actually right go out of the relationship. He, she actually followed through with it and, right right and, right and it was more than once it was my understanding yeah that was the, that was the weird thing you know so she's holding on she's keeping and I think the thing that gets me about this couple is it's like but we still love each other and I'm so in love and I'm ready to marry him and it's like but but to me she didn't have a lot of positive things to say about him when they did the one-on-ones the solo right, right. she was trying to put a and, and I think she painted a picture of him that really wasn't what we've seen. Like when she was saying he, with the violent outburst, but right. from all other indications, like even her witness was like, no, he's, he, he's not like that. He, right. He danger. And then she kind of had to, the judge was asking probing questions like to see if, you know, he was a violent person you know, like, is this an abuse situation? Or an right. Abuse now, now, one thing I did want to talk about was the, because this is the funny thing is we, each, each um, party in the couple has to have their own witness because she's not just going on what these people say. She's going on what the witnesses say, because guess in what? In addition to the security footage that she reviews. Right. So, the other thing is, I like that she 
doesn't interview the witnesses in front of the couple. Right. She meets them I like that too. And she and she talks to both of them separately. Right. She meets as well as together. Yeah, she meets the the uh, witnesses separately, and you know it was like her witness was a good friend and was like yeah they have problems now the funny thing is this witness was being honest was like yeah they have problems but they love each other and I was like okay cool you know I don't know how that's going to play out because you never know what's going on in someone's mind and it's like this thing of them having problems them having problems them having problems keep coming up and it's like what is judge lynn thinking well i thought it was there everyone was like oh they love each other they light up i think that they were kind of more in love with how they looked together more so than the actual relationship because i don't even think she necessarily loved him that much it seemed like she she seemed like she had a lot of underlying issues with him whereas with him his main issue was she cheated right and he was still processing right. that and trying to get over it but, but but i mean i can't how can i put it i can't blame him and the thing is what we see what we do see because we do get to see parts of the tapes is that she keeps throwing this in his face like, if you right. wouldn't have acted like this, I wouldn't have cheated. If you wouldn't have done this, I wouldn't have cheated. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like... She really doesn't take responsibility for it. I, To me, she never really did. I know there was a part yeah. where she kind of took more of it, or but it just kind of... She, she just didn't seem like marriage material to me. And even in, you know, when, when we first talked about it, I was just like... I really feel like they they were a perfect candidate for additional therapy. That's really what they. Mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I and 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 I said the same thing. Like in other words, they needed they there was stuff that they needed to work on. Now, one thing we do notice is this isn't the only couple in the show, right? Um, which I was wondering how that was going to work out because I thought we would be focusing on one couple at a time, but this is an hour long show. Um, and it is actually split into the initial main couple. And then there's a couple we're being introduced to now the, the, funny the next thing, couple. Yeah. Which believe it or not is the next couple for the next episode. So we're actually introduced to London and Andre um and we get to see a little bit of what's going on with them not as much as we will when when their episode comes up but we start to split 50 50 or anything like that um just for the audience perspective but it's yeah more it's not it's not it's definitely 75 25 split would you say or would you say it's right. a little bit yeah, I would say about a 75-25 split because you do get to know who these people are. Because and at first kind of I was sense of their from the tapes. That's all we really right, see. We get and really we from of, what was from the tapes. But I was really confused at first because I'm like, who is and then 
when she's when she's coming to a conclusion because remember the idea of the show is for her to come to a conclusion whether this couple should stay together whether this couple should not stay together it's like okay who is she deciding on and then I realized okay we haven't seen the full you know full thing but we've seen this in shows before like um if you've ever watched cheaters or something like that where they'll show you part of another couple or something that's right. happened with the other couple. So it's, it's not unheard of. It was just like, oh, we're, we've got another couple. So, you know, we meet Lennon and Andre, but we don't really find out too much about them. You know, we find to see their submission tape and, you know, really who they are and hear about what's going on with them and why they're calling on Judge Lynn. And we even see her kind of introduce herself, but it's still not the full thing. So yeah, but back to Ashanti and Chris, you know, one of the things that got me about the other witness was Chris's witness. Off the bat, she says, Ashanti's not the person for him. She doesn't yeah, deserve him. And I'm like, whoa, that was such a, I don't know if you got the same feeling I got, but to me, it was almost like she was jealous. Like she really wants to be with Chris and they even tried it and he turned her down. I, I got the sense, I got a similar sense. But I also thought she was being truthful. Well, I mean, I I get that. In other words, she's telling the truth. She believes that they shouldn't be together. But it was just, I don't don't know. It was just some sort of conviction in the way she said it. Well, uh, let let me put it to you in a different way. So... Her motivations, she she's entirely biased, right? Because okay. she, I, I completely agree that I think she either wanted to try with Chris and it didn't happen for whatever reason, but they they do share a close bond. Um, but I think Chris finds uh, Ashanti more attractive and... and um, and not, and her his witness is not unattractive. I'm not trying to say that at all. Oh no, she's but, a really pretty girl. She's she, a really she was a real pretty girl. Yeah. Um, and again, Chris is the godfather to her child. But how they met was she, he was best friends with uh one of her exes. So, and we didn't really get clarity on the current state of um, the relationship between Chris and uh, her ex. But if I were Chris, and this is what I always advocate, I I don't date um, the exes of my friends. And I think there's that's, never a time. That's, 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 yeah, that's, that's pretty much bro code, girl code. I mean, you just don't do it. You just... Don't do I it. So I could see differently about that, but I think I, that I could is, see that. I could see that. So I, I think maybe in Chris's mind, 
that they can never be together just for that simple fact. Right. Uh, but she seemed like she would be open to exploring that potentially with that being said, I think her assessment of the Shanti was very accurate. I think the assessment of their relationship was very accurate. I, I don't think Ashanti was good for Chris, but I do think overall Chris was a good boyfriend to her. Not to say that he didn't have faults, not to say, right, right. but he seemed much more invested in the relationship and trying to take things and, and improve himself for the relationship and improve the relationship than she did. Um, and I think both of them were kind of struck on them kind of having a, oh, we're an attractive couple look together. You know, we're couple goals, right. the gram. And, and I think all the couples that we've seen all kind of share that throughout the sh- yeah. series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there, there's really not, and, um, you know, we'll touch on the different couples specifically, but there's really not, I don't think a lot of these couples have a, a strong foundation even though some of them have been together for years and years. And some of them have only been together for like, you know, two a years. A few months. A few, so, few months. Yeah. So yeah. It's like, so. whoa. But yeah. So the thing was, she took everything into consideration and she even gave them homework. It was, I, w- I wouldn't call it in a Yanla feel because I, I was kind of looking for that and I was looking out for that. And I was like, are we going to have another Ayanla Van Zant? Because we've already had this. Because I don't feel like she goes for gotcha moments. I don't feel like she's trying right. to make lines with her. She doesn't have like catchphrases or anything like that. I think right. She because right. she's a value at everything very quickly. And right because like you said she's only giving them a week she's with them for a week so if that right to me right I mean, so I know the editing and everything it almost seems like it's 72 hours right because she has to go from putting up things in their houses like cameras in their houses watching them uh meeting with them asking their witnesses uh you know, and then coming to a conclusion. So it happens pretty quickly. Whereas something like, uh, you know, most, how can I put it? Most reality shows are two months. They give them a two month experience. So you kind of get to know, you kind of get, you know, they get to know each other, people get to learn, but this is her making a decision kind of on the fly. In a very decision because her her decision holds impact. Right. And like she keeps reminding people because one of the things that she did with this couple was um, at the very beginning, because they're not married, she gets them to sign the application for a marriage license. Now, one of the things that she didn't point out while they while she is meeting with their witnesses they are actually that particular day going to the court to file the application for a marriage license. 
So they're going to um, pick up their license to be married because if she should decide, remember, she is a real judge. So whatever she says stands. So that is, that is. You can legal do everything. Right. She wants for a marriage, yeah. an annulment or a divorce right so she wants it to be ready like she has everything ready for them so these guys get to the end she has gotten everything and she's like okay and one thing is she does that pause of course you know my finding is because she gives him all the qualities everything she's found out and for Ashanti and Chris, she found that she figured her conclusion was that they should be married. Now, everybody's clapping, but again, I have to go back to Chris's witness who had a visible reaction. First, she swallows really hard, like, what the heck? And then she's like, I got to get some air. I got to get some air. She left. And And then she, and then even they even interviewed her while she was outside. And she's like, I have to go home. I'm not staying for this. For this. And you know what? Um, You know, I think I probably liked her a little bit more than you did, but I I kind of agreed with her. I, I think that should have been, if not a quit, it should have been a um, therapy, but what you you reminded me of that was the first episode. So, right, right, had kind of like show proof of concept, and they went with commit for the first episode. Um, right, right. And I, I do think that slightly influenced the decision because she kind of alluded that it, it was it was kind of a uh, a toss up, and she was just like, but you know. I, I can tell you guys just love each other. And I I don't know. I, I, I really didn't get that sense that the love was that deep between them. I, I didn't feel like they necessarily improved drastically. Um, I think because the, the, they, they had a lot of deep-seated issues. She, she seems to resent him. And, and I, I really didn't like how she painted that picture of him as being violent and making it seem like he was out of control due to that one incident when right. even her witness kind of said no that's not who he is right uh, you know but it took the judge prodding for her to kind of say no he's not really violent right right um, because one thing that we didn't point out is that uh he got mad and knocked out her car window yeah the back window yeah so at the next day yeah so oh also um, the the cops coming right and the cops come in and the funny thing is one thing that ashanti never said because she of course she kept trying to paint it as his fault was that she had a warrant we're not sure why she had the warrant they never told us why she had the warrant so she went to jail because she had a warrant he bailed her out then he he bailed her out so it was like oh my gosh you know because actually 
we find out from the witness that Ashanti from Chris's witness. That, that's no, 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 no. It wasn't from Chris's, Chris's witness. It was from her witness. From her witness, the guy. He. he you're right. You're right. You're right. But said, she said something to that effect as well. She provided some more information. Yeah. Um, no, she did. She did provide some really good information. But it was just like, whoa, why was this left out? Like you point out, like you send this picture because the other thing is if there's anything with these couples, they have to send proof. So right. you send this proof, you give no context. The only, actually, no, you give context, but the only context you give is he knocked out my window. You never said, hey, I went to jail behind this you know anything she wasn't in the car when he did it or anything like no she wasn't in the car as a matter of fact her neighbor had to tell her hey i think that's your car with the smashed in window you know all this stuff so it's like what so yeah i i I don't know i i think chris took responsibility for it you know he said that was a bad moment that it shouldn't it should never have gone that far he paid for it immediately. He was apologetic. Right. Um, it really was an isolated incident. And I I, I, I don't know. I, I, I did not. I wanted to like her um, because, you know, I was like, oh, she, you know, she's attractive. And, you know, I, I yeah. they, they seem, you know, especially with the child being involved and you know, I liked how he was stepping up and didn't have any issues raising a kid that wasn't his own. I think we need more people like that in the world. Um, and, and so I was kind of rooting for them, but I didn't feel like I got enough for them for me to say, hey, they're, they're a good couple. I, I, I wouldn't say that they yeah. were. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So, so yeah, but it, this couple- The verdict was to commit. To commit. What, so she that, married that them rolling. on the spot. Married them on the spot. Yeah. And the cool thing was they kind of like dressed up the living room. Nothing really, really fancy. A few candles. They make, you know, an arch so that they can get married under the arch. You know, but again, she is a real judge. So this is a real marriage. So yeah, this this couple committed. Now the thing again is because we spoke about London and Andre. We're left hanging with London and Andre for this particular episode, but right. we didn't realize until the trailer that London and Andre actually are the next episode. So they are episode two. So it's like, oh my gosh. So here's one thing. And Pete wanted me to divulge this. So I am going with this right now. The one thing that irritates me about this show is the amount of time that Judge Toller spends in the car giving her thoughts. I have this issue um, with the whole car confessional, so to speak, Um And I've had this kind of issue since the whole Derek Jackson coming out because it was like, I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but it was like, why is this guy always giving a 
you know, podcasting in his car. It's kind of like, what does he have to hide? And, and don't get me wrong. People do it all the time, but a lot of them are driving. He was never driving. He was just sitting there in his car. Now it's not to say that he can't be parked or he didn't just have an idea, but then when it came out, it's like, you know, all the women are saying, Hey, yeah, he was, he was right outside my house. So you're outside your mistress's house. So for me, it just gives this odd air that she is giving her side interviews and her thoughts in the car. It's just like, I honestly would feel better if she did more of a catfish thing where she's talking to a producer or she's talking to someone, you know, one of the other uh, therapists or something that are on the show, because we know from other, other productions, other shows that, you know, she's not the only, only expert on the show. There are other people that come in and help and help facilitate. So to me, it would be better if she, you know, had someone to kind of bounce ideas off of it would give me a different air as opposed to her like you know she's a judge she has an office she has some place that she can go to give these you know ideas and the other thing is like they're doing the whole background confessional interviews with the couples and they're dressing up these um rooms why can't they do the same with her so it just bothers me this whole car moving and then we get to see this awkward like they keep showing us the driver I don't care what her driver looks like for the day I don't care if it's the same driver like why are we doing this I don't know guys uh that that was a um a more tempered version of how she really feels about the thing. So you, <laughs> just so you know, just so you know, your your boy kind of had to intervene a little bit and 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 talk her down a little bit because. But I I, I think it's funny and and I think it is a a flaw of the show. They need to bring in a second voice where she can bounce ideas off of, even yeah. if that may be the driver. It might be a colleague. It might be like. Right, you know, right. Like a bailiff situation. I would even like it more if she maybe talked to more witnesses or talk to the witnesses again. Or right, but the transition is a little weird, but I will give them this. Weird. It's a but new overall, show. I think the pacing works. Yeah, but I will give them this. It is a new show. It is so a new show. It, it's it not out. to say and that they won't find their budget. footing. So yeah. Um so and they're doing they're really doing two shows within one right 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 because remember like i said she's going from one to the second show so it's like okay and and i and i guess they're really giving us that idea she's doing it on the fly which we've all done we're multitasking you know you're working and walking or whatever so it's like, okay, fine. But it, it just, the whole car thing, like, no. 
seriously, no. Derek Jackson ruined cars for her that whole yeah, day. Derek Jackson ruined cars. D Jack, we blame you. So yeah, like you're talking to nobody. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying that Judge Lintola is cheating on her husband. I'm just saying like Derek <laughs> Jackson kind of ruined this for me. Um, <laughs> you know, but let's. But, but in- she is a fan of uh, car karaoke. You know, I, I am. I am. I carpool automobiles. karaoke. I love. I love carpool karaoke. Or visuals with cars. So I. I do. I do. And and I don't mind. Again, I don't mind people that are, like, in other words, if you're showing that you just got in the car and you're doing a TikTok or you're driving and you're doing a video, I don't. I don't mind. Or even if you're let's say at a stoplight and you're trying to show what's happening fine you're catching what's happening but the whole my whole life is in this car like dude you're not living in your car like this is so yeah well um except i don't feel as strongly about that but i i completely get your point um, and I think it holds merit. They, they need to do something with that transition. And I, I think they'll figure it out. They probably won't figure it out this season, but maybe for season two. Because I, I think the show, I don't know what the ratings are per se, but so far it's going well. I feel like right. each episode she gets a little bit better. Um, before we dive into episode two, um, can we just kind of clarify our thoughts on the couple for episode one? Would we, we know it was a commit, right? Would you, I'm saying that they should have gone to therapy. I I don't think that it should have been a commit or quit situation, but I understand that's not the title of the show. It's first episode, the pilot. Right. I think, I think it should have been a therapy situation as well, because I don't think the couple should have as much quit as they would have needed therapy together and individually. Yeah, okay, got it. And so we'll, we'll give you both audience. We'll give you what actually happens from a recap perspective, but we're also gonna give you our takes and what our conclusions would have been. So for episode two. So guys, let us know what you think. Do you agree with us? Do you think it's a spinoff? You know, I really want to know because following this and trying to figure out where Judge Lynn is going with this so far, you know, it's kind of interesting. So you can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, or even leave me a voice message on Anchor. But as always, guys, and of course you can find Pete Perkins Heard's information in the show notes so you won't miss a thing. As always, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy show.